Gary and Shannon, KFI AM640, more stimulating talk. Well, at 12 o'clock every day, we bring you up to date with what everybody is talking about everywhere. We will get an update on the fires. Seem to be holding steady right now. We'll also talk about this school shooting in New Mexico. Um, But first, we've got to deal with this server issue that has shut down our auction item for the migration gate for the children briefly okay listen rick johnson is our digital content producer here at kfi tomorrow by the way is uh, the pastathon for katarina's club our seventh annual will be live at christ cathedral in garden grove and one of the things that we're doing other than collecting money pasta and sauce to help chef bruno feed the kids is we're auctioning off a series of items that you all of the all of the money goes to katarina's club but it's fun little experiences like Dinner and comedy with uh, Monique Marvez or a session with Dr. Wendy. It's all good. It's all good. It's all great. But we're going to a Dodger game, right? right? And we've got tickets for you and whoever you want to bring to sit with us in the suite and watch the Dodgers. All right? They're a pretty good team, by the way. And and John and Ken have an identical auction item, gift, item. Item. They have the same item. So naturally, a friendly competition has brewed. Fitz, by the way, on Facebook says, how much do you think John and Ken are sweating your competition? Yeah, exactly. Not much. <laughs> That's is, what he wrote. Rick is in charge of our website stuff yeah. and running this uh, running this whole auction site. Very funny, Fitz. Uh, and, and Brian wants to know uh, on Twitter, Yes, uh, is server migration code talk for mining Bitcoin? <laughs> What's going on? Why Why Look, do we have to do this? I would, I'll, also, I'll I would also yes. like to just mention, just for full disclosure, that Rick Johnson is the former... Uh, <gasps> associate producer of the John and Ken show. Look, look, jealousy and envy are yeah. incurable diseases. Okay. Mm. All right. If you're going to play in this sort of uh, field that we're in, right. you got to have, you got to have what it takes. You but you're not playing sure. fair, Bill Belichick. Uh, well, here's the thing. <clears throat> we all have problems in life. And with the server, I want, I want to make sure that all of our KFI listeners have the best possible experience when bidding on our pasta Why don't you do it during the John mean, and Ken show? You mean like the guy who's trying to bid right now and yeah. gets the site that says, we're sorry, you're forbidden. You don't have permission to access Sorry, Holy well, World's closed right now, kids. <laughs> the moose out front should have told you. That's right. what I'm saying, yeah. Well, this is a brief migration. It's mm. going to take maybe an hour, an hour and a an half. Hour? Oh, what? You, no, it's, no. Oh, it's, it's, said it was 30, 30 minutes. I was 30 under, minutes look, ago. I, was, I just got off the phone with, with our hosting company support just now, reaming them out about this whole thing. Uh, was, it, was his name Ken Champeau? <laughs> no, no, okay. it was not. No, no. Uh, but they have assured me that things will be back up and running here as soon as an they can. An hour and a half. I Look, I'm at the mercy of, of this company as much as you guys are. I just wanted to make sure we had enough resources available for everybody, the thousands upon thousands of people who are going to be bidding on your Dodger game. I wanted to make sure that that was, that was uh, you know, available for them. Rick, there's probably five people bidding on our Dodger game, and they're trying to do it right now. And they're being told that they can't. And what if they don't come back? That you think what they if will John never? And Ken win? You have that little faith in your own no, like no, that's, appeal that's, to the KFI listeners? That's yes. not, maybe they're busy. Maybe Rick, do you ever think of this? Maybe they're firefighters. Yeah, they, they're that? You know, and they're busy lines right now, and they've only had twenty minutes off in the past four well, days, and they, all they wanted to do was bid on our Dodger game. Sure, no, I understand now that. Now they can't because they got to go back to the fires. I would think that uh, that a, a team like yours would set up another Dodger game that you would take to firefighters and, and people too. 
I don't know. I think we would we would do that. I we mean, probably yeah. would. That's kind of. But cool, why right? is it always during our show? They put Look, these. They put these the, the wallpaper up during our yep. show. They fix the TVs during our show. They migrate the server during our show. Uh, an, uh, an unfortunate uh, fact of life is that business hours are between nine and five p.m. I hear you. The show is only from ten to two. Which I had to get started. I had to do it at some no, point. No, no, no. You could have done, uh, done it between the hours of two and five during the John and Ken show. Well, then I'd be in here yell- getting yelled at by John, and I don't want that. Like, John, I... I, I can be John right now. Uh, I, yours, I, too? <laughs> John... <laughs> I can go next level crazy. Petros Papadopoulos. <laughs> getting yelled at at John is kind of like opening up the uh, the, the Ark the of the Covenant. Down. Well, uh. that too. The Ark of the Covenant. You know, you open it up, you get yelled at, you're just melting away. I well, apologize. Let us know. Yes. We ask, we, we beg of you. Let us know as soon as whatever fake server host you're talking about tells you. <laughs> I don't you want to call them out on the air. In fairy tale land that yeah. the migration is complete. And did Ray take members of your family hostage? <laughs> no. No, he didn't. Okay. Because yeah. that's not is, above. Is yeah. there a Twitter handle that people can tweet you and, and bug you as yeah. well? Is, you yeah, want to give that at, out or you want to just. KFI AM 640. Uh, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Rick will be the one watching all of those. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. Again, digital content producer, Rick Johnson. I love Lauren's tweet, by the way. I can't even afford Tom? to bid anymore, and I'm still mad at you guys. Uh, Hashtag beat John and Ken. NBC is calling me again. What do they want? Uh, they want me to They want me to fill in on the Today Show. Really? But that's what they, this number keeps coming up all the well, time. New York, it. New York. No. I can't. I got to do the, the pasta thon tomorrow. All right. What else is going on, Blake? Time oh, yeah. for What's Happening. <laughs> we'll give you the details on how you can bid on the auction item once it comes up. But uh, some of the other stories that are going on, obviously, are fires. And we are keeping an eye on that through the course of to the show. Before 2 o'clock, we will still have a couple more updates on the Thomas Fire, Creek Fire, Rye Fire, Skirball Fire. A couple of other fires that had popped up as well. The Horizon Fire in Malibu is out. Huntington Beach Fire is also uh, pretty much under control. And then there was a new one. We've been receiving pictures from some people along the 10 Freeway in Brea uh, that apparently has been made quick work of. So we won't have to worry too much about it. Brush Fire has led Anaheim police to close Cerritos Avenue between Sunkist and State College Boulevard in both directions there. Not out of the, the, the realm of danger because of these winds that could still pick up quite uh, significantly through the day. In New Mexico, there was a story of a school shooting. A couple of students killed during a shooting. At least the the suspect shooter, according to the state police there, suspect shooter was killed. Two students were killed. This happened three hours ago now, and we're just barely getting information about it. So this is in Aztec, New Mexico, Aztec High School, way up in the northwest corner of that state. 76 years ago, we were suddenly and deliberately attacked by Japan. It is Pearl Harbor Day. President Franklin Roosevelt at the time famously described the attack on December 7th, 1941 as a date that will live in infamy. Uh, There have been 32 historical photos of the attack on Pearl Harbor that have been uh, re-released, and it is worth a trip to go down and and look at the devastation there at Pearl Harbor. That is the one place uh, I've not been to in Hawaii that I desperately want to go. It is chilling when you're aboard um, the USS Arizona, is it? And, and, And you know that there were people buried. Still there. Still there. Yeah. Uh, GE has said it's going to cut 12,000 power jobs because of the demand is down because renewable energy is up. Hello, SolarMax. 
Uh, they're going to cut 12,000 jobs in their power division. The the energy, the coal and other fossil fuel demand is down because solar and wind, et cetera, are, are doing so well. Bitcoin surges to $15,000, actually now $16,366, more than a 25% rise in 48 hours. Sure as hell looks like a bubble to me, but I keep saying that because I was too dumb to get into the game. (laughs) I think that's what a lot of people are saying. Somebody stole, by the way, $70 million worth of Bitcoin. Did you see that? They said that hackers had gotten... That's part of the reason I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. How do you steal something that doesn't exist? Yeah. I'm lost. Anyway, and then Pantone has picked the Deep Purple Ultraviolet as the color of the year. And do you know what color it looks like? Hmm. Purple. Yep. What's old is new again. Purple. Look at this new thing we've got. It's purple. (laughs) I like purple. It's like someone took a little bit of red, a little bit of blue, Mm -hmm. and put them together. (gasps) Who thought of that? I don't know. Well, it's not the color of royalty, though. That's what they said. Because what color would that be? I don't purple. purple. Oh, God. All right, we'll get an update on fire. When we come back, Gary, Gary and Shannon. Shannon. That's us. Hey. Gary and Shannon. Thursday, December 7th, day three now of the fires that have been rolling through Southern California. When we last left Chris and Carlo, he was in Faria Beach there where the fire jumped the 101 and was threatening some homes there along the water. Chris, how's it looking now? You know, it's an interesting scene. There's a, it appears to be like a nursery, a tree nursery that is set in between the 101 and the uh, Pacific Coast Highway right along the Pacific um, right of way. And these, uh, some of these trees keep Exploding. There's like loud pops, and I don't know if it's the trees or if it's stuff that's actually in the nursery. Because sometimes what happens is that you know the tree will heat up, the sap inside will expand, and then the tree will pop. And so there's been a couple of big pops in the last few minutes, but there's also this like really thick black smoke that is more indicative of a chemical burning than of plant life burning. So uh, one way or the other, something's blowing up, and um, that's always comforting. Uh, the thing that firefighters are doing right now is uh, just kind of making sure that things are mopped up and um, right alongside the Pacific Coast Highway to give some breathing room for these homes that are uh, obviously built up right up against the ocean. It appears as though they've got a pretty good handle on this compared to what uh, what they were dealing with a little bit earlier when that fire went racing on up. And uh, it's it's a bit funny. These firefighters, um, yeah, I don't know if... Sorry, the guy was going right by me. Another something else just popped there. Um, if you ever watch like ants when they're crawling up a stick, or uh, they're crawling up the you know some line of whatever the sugar or honey, and they they all follow just one general line and they'll stop here or there and collect and then move on up further down the line. It's exactly what's happening with these firefighters up and down the Pacific Coast Highway. They're moving on up. They'll stop, put out a fire, move on up to where the fire moves again because of these winds, put it out and uh, and just. Uh, slowly but surely crawl up the Pacific Coast Highway from uh, Faria Beach until they probably get up to Rincon Beach or, uh, you know, even all the way up to eventually Carpinteria. It's very, very weird. Now, I can hear a little bit of the wind where you are, but it doesn't seem to have materialized uh, with the strength that we were expecting today. 
Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's tough for me to say. I mean, anecdotally, the wind where I've been has been pretty, pretty swift. But, you know, I've been in this weird spot where when you're between the ocean and the mountains, uh, you get a pretty strong gradient if the winds are shipping. Hang on, please. A big fire engine going by. Um, you, you get a pretty strong gradient when you're, you're smashing between the ocean and the mountains just uh, if the winds are blowing in just the right way, which they were from um, essentially, I guess, what, the southeast to the northwest. And uh, that's what drove these fires right along the 101 so swiftly. Now, I don't really know how things are looking on the other side of the mountains. I've been hearing differing reports as to how uh, how severe things are around Ojai. And slowly but surely, I'm kind of working my way up to 101 to kind of cut back into the mountains and, and lay eyeballs on what's happening up there as well. All right, Chris, thanks so much. We'll check in back with you later on, maybe uh, coming up in the next hour. Yep, sounds good, guys. All right, and again, Chris is out there at the Thomas Fire. He's been covering it for the last several days for us uh, in Ventura. And as he said, now towards Faria Beach, and as it's making its way towards Carpinteria, those uh, fire agencies, police departments are on high alert to make sure that those areas stay uh, unburned. But 96,000 acres have burned by the Thomas Fire already, and it's only 5% contained, and that containment's way back in the Santa Paula area. Hey, you remember uh, St. Louis Cardinals pitcher Anthony Reyes? Yes. He was in the World Series, pitched Game 1, and their win over the Tigers in 2006? Yes. He retired in 2009 and is now an L.A. County firefighter and is on the front lines of this fire. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Quite a career change. Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys, they you know, what do they do? Broadcasting or maybe uh, coaching? You say L.A. County Fire? L.A. County Fire. Does L.A. County Fire have a baseball team? I don't know. You would think they would have some sort of... Maybe. All right, we come back. We're going to get into this Al Franken thing. Swamp Watch, uh, when we come back. Al Franken has decided he will resign from the Senate. We'll hear what he said on the Senate floor earlier today and what it means politically, especially because of a big election coming up next week. That's all coming up on Gary and Shannon. Drain the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp of Washington. We're going to have fun doing it. We're all doing it together. Swamp Watch 2017. Gary and Shannon. It is uh, Thursday, December 7th. Tomorrow is our big day, of course, the 7th annual Pastathon to benefit Katarina's Club. We're going to be broadcasting live all day from Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove, and we would absolutely love it if you could come on out and hang out with us, bring your pasta and sauce or even money, check, whatever it is, to help Chef Bruno feed more than 3,300 kids. Uh, if you need information at all about alternative drop-off locations or the Smart and Final deal where you can pay 10 bucks at checkout and make a donation or how to donate online, just go to kfiam640.com. Use the keyword Pastathon. We will tell you when the servers back up, and you can bid on our auction item, which is an opportunity to go watch a Dodgers game with us in the suite. By the way, John and I mean Ken just came in here, all um, innocent like. Oh yeah. Hey, why did hey, you, ta- how, why'd you take you the doing? server down? I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Seriously, he seemed so like. He seemed innocent, but I know when I look into his oh, eyes, what's yeah. behind them. Look, and I don't—I didn't have to sit across from them for years like you did. Yeah. I can still see when they're being deceptive. Mm-hmm. 
It's very clear. It's the, the as soon as they took that lead over us, they, the the server went down or whatever the hell. I bet you they're the ones who probably made that winning bid too, or at least the go. Oh, they're bid. totally bidding on their own item. All right, Washington. What's going on in Washington D.C.? Well, today the big news was that Senator Al Franken went to the Senate floor to make this announcement. Uh, this announcement today, I am announcing that in the coming weeks, I will be resigning as a member of the United States Senate. Okay. Surprised? Were you surprised by this? No, because of the tidal wave of female Democratic senators who came out this week and said he needs to resign. I think Democrats are being super weak stream and they should have stood their ground on this. Roy Moore, what he's alleged to have done is not even comparable to Al Franken trying to kiss a couple of women. So he so he made a pass at a couple women. What man hasn't made a pass at a woman in his lifetime that that likes women? I mean, come on, that's what you do. And, and the fact that that they were going to just hold Roy Moore up there as this um, this pedophile that the Republicans elected and that they couldn't do so with Al Franken on their team just doesn't make sense to me. It gave some people the false impression that I was admitting to doing things that, in fact, I haven't done. Some of the allegations against me are simply not true. Others I remember very differently. Okay. This, I think this is the right thing for him to do because of politics. You can't then sit in, uh, in the Senate and continue to talk about your, uh, I don't know, your fight on behalf of women, whether it's women in the United States or women in the state of Minnesota or women in whatever district you would represent in the House of Representatives, whatever. You can't do because, that. Because you tried to kiss a couple of women at one point well, in your life? Because, because, because you, of the way they've been framed. The, because of the way that the stories have been framed, that they've been piled in with this sexual harassment scandal. Yes, but he for for years has talked about his empowerment of women. and his, Yeah, but I, I don't understand what he did wrong Trying to kiss women and doing the fake groping picture with Leanne. But trying, like, leaning in. I think you're mischaracterizing what he did. Leaning in for a kiss and getting the, whoa, what's going on here? This is not where this is going. Is different than him putting his tongue in someone else's mouth in in a script, uh, to use Leanne Tweeden as the example, in a script that he wrote so that he could do that. To me, that's manipulative and dirty that he would even think that that was an okay thing to do. The picture... Picture didn't bother me. In all honesty, the picture didn't bother me. It was a stupid joke on his part. It 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 it, it went beyond where she was comfortable. Like he made the mistake of thinking she would have been comfortable with that. The picture was used as the example of who he is. That one didn't bother me. Just the idea and that he's going I, I, in well, farther I, than expected. Well, another thing is is that he says he he remembers it differently. And of course you know he what? does. We, we can we can give the wrong signals. Women can give the wrong signals. But everybody can. Right. Yes. Uh, and, and he could have and just I, interpreted it Leanne, wrong. Leanne, working down the hall from her, she's nice to everybody. And sure. that's not her fault. But I can see when he says, I remember it diff- differently, Well, maybe listen, it did go down differently in his head. Listen to what he said here. And I think this is an important and very strategic political move on his part. But Minnesotans deserve a senator who can focus with all her energy. Hear that? On addressing the challenges yeah. they face 
every day. That's now, calculated. It's very calculated yeah. for him to use that pronoun to say her, that, that, that can focus her energy. Now, they're already saying that the likely person to replace Al Franken if he resigns, when he resigns, would be the uh, lieutenant governor in the state of Minnesota, who right now is a woman, is uh, Tina Smith. It's so funny, though, uh, to see Congress go down this road of we are holier than now, if if that's what it's going to be, because senators, sitting senators, probably have a list of things that have happened in their lives that would make what Al Franken oh, did. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the, the, closets, laughable. the closets of the Hart Senate office building are full of skeletons. And the only Full. reason that he's stepping down, I think, is because Democrats want to hold up the Republicans appointing or electing Roy Moore yeah. as. Uh, this is it. Al Franken is their sacrificial lamb on yes. this. I mean, it's not like they're taking somebody who is completely innocent and trumping up charges against him and saying, you need to step down so that we can hold this over the Republicans next week when Roy Moore's elected. Maybe. But it's clear that he is the one who is going to stand there. And they're going. the reason he didn't resign today is because they're going to make a big deal out of the fact that if Roy Moore is elected next Tuesday, they can time it so that Roy Moore comes in, swears in in the Senate uh, as part of this uh, you know special election to to serve out the rest of the term that of Jeff, Sessions, Jeff Sessions' term. They're going to swear him in, and then if you're the Democratic Party, you have Al Franken resign on that same exact day, and you go, look at this, look at this. We hold our members accountable. How come Republicans aren't holding Roy Moore accountable? It's all politics at this point. It's it. It makes me feel sick. I, I feel sick. Maybe okay. You haven't eaten anything. I forgot my lunch. I know. We're gonna have to talk about that at some point. I just need water. I'll be fine with water. <laughs> Gary and Shannon. I'm a water terrier. Uh, coming up next. Remember that uh, USA Gymnastics doctor. Ugh. Did you just use finger quotes when yes. you said doctor? Yeah, because he was actually a pedophile and a, uh, a, a sexual assaulter to Serial a lot of these young girls. Assault. Yeah, great. He's All going right. away for a very long time. We'll talk about it when we come back. Gary and Shannon will continue. All right, we hear you on that Fallbrook fire. They're calling it the Lilac Fire, burning in the Paula Mesa area. They say, according to Cal Fire, this is between 100 and 150 acres, zero containment. Two structures have been destroyed, 12 others damaged. Again, that's according to Cal Fire. Picture, so a huge plume of smoke there near the Paula Casino. That's just one of many, of course, fires that we are uh, watching throughout Southern California. We'll get an update. Monica Ricks is on the Creek Fire burning near Silmar. We'll get an update from her at uh, the top of the hour. But we wanted to uh, to dip into this other story um, about Larry Nasser, uh, the former gymnastics doctor. A federal judge declared him a threat to children. And he's been sentenced to a very long time in jail. ABC's Ryan Burrow has been carry, uh, covering this story for us. Ryan, uh, what sort of a sentence did Dr. Nasser get? Years old right now, and he just got sentenced to 60 years behind bars. And this is his first sentence, specifically relating to child pornography charges. Investigators say he, po- he possessed more than 37,000 videos and images of child pornography uh, in one form or another. So it's just an incredibly large amount of child pornography. And remember, he is also facing charges of uh, 
molesting young girls, especially during treatments, uh, so-called treatments, uh, for Michigan State University as well as USA Gymnastics. Uh, it was uh, Michaela Maroney, an uh, Olympic gold medalist, who submitted a, a witness statement, a, a victim statement as part of this sentencing, calling him a child molester, saying uh, that even before the, the 2012 Olympics in London, uh, he was giving her these so-called treatments, and it was something that he did for years. So uh, not only these child pornography charges, but coming up, he's got two more cases in which he faces these sexual misconduct charges. Yeah, I was reading an account from one of the the girls who that was on uh, those successful Olympic teams with Michaela Maroney. I mean, her name's not coming to mind right now, but Allie Raisman. Yes, thank you, Allie Raisman. And she was saying, I mean, it just sounded like classic grooming behavior that he would bring the girls candy when they were on you know strict diets, and you say, oh no, it's okay, you, you know, it's it, this is for you. It's it's nice to have something for yourself once in a while like this, and and then that that he was held up there on this pedestal of being the this genius and the best doctor, and he happens to work for USA Gymnastics, and aren't we so lucky? And and that uh, these girls were all having this weird. Um, these weird treatments with him, but they thought, well, he's the best. Uh, they never said anything. And this is this is one of the issues moving forward. This may not only fall with Dr. Larry Nasser. Um, there was a press conference immediately after the Senate thing today with many of the women, now young women, uh, who at the time were molested as girls, who, who said, we did talk to coaches. We, we did alert Michigan State University. We did alert USA Gymnastics, and they did nothing. They did. They either uh, told us not to worry about it, they told us that the treatments were fine, or they completely ignored it altogether. So wow. um, from that perspective, this is probably far from being over. We've got 180 of these young women right now that have filed lawsuits in one form or another uh, who very well named not only Dr. Nasser but Michigan State University and USA Gymnastics as well. well. Sp- speaking of USA Gymnastics and the Olympic Committee, they had rules in place that barred parents from the training camps, from going to training camps with their daughters, uh, staying in hotels as well as while, tra- while teams were uh, traveling. Is there a top-to-bottom review underway, USA Gymnastics or, or I should say, and or the Olympic Committee to, to figure out how they're going to help protect these girls? Yeah, they, they've already begun that process. Uh, the, the head of USA Gymnastics resigned earlier this year after the report came out. Um, but, you know, for most of these girls, the damage is done. They, they want to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Uh, they're reviewing protocols. They, they said they continue to help investigators in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but this is something uh, that didn't just happen over one or two years. This is something that happened, according to these girls, you know, dating back to the 80s, uh, all the way through to the last Olympics. So, um, you know, you, you've got decades and generations of girls that went through this system. Uh, that are hurt in some way. One of the women who spoke afterwards says um, that she still was shaking in the mirror when she would look at herself in the mirror after what happened, Um, just the kind of the mental anguish that happened afterwards. So uh, we'll see. I don't think this story's done yet. Obviously, another sentencing at this point, you know, Dr. Nassar's probably going to spend the rest of his life behind bars. But the question is, is anyone else going to get dragged down? Any of these famous coaches from Team USA going to get dragged down. Anyone from Michigan State as well. Yeah, it's like Penn State all over again, it seems. You got it. Yeah. All right, Ryan, thank you. Take care. You bet. Ryan Burrow there with ABC News, the latest on this uh, Dr. Nasser, this gymnastics coach that had been uh, molesting, abusing these girls for a couple decades, it seems.
While we are on top of these fires, coming up next, we will be checking in with Monica Ricks. It looks like that fire there in Silmar just 10% contained, but winds are expected to pick up again this evening. Uh, word that Getty officials say that the Getty Center and Getty Villa, which have been closed to the, because of the fire and the Sepulveda Pass, will reopen to the public tomorrow. And we are keeping an eye on this fire in Fallbrook, 100 to 150 acres Looks like uh, it's totally out of control at this time. Two structures have burned and a a handful more have been damaged. A reminder, tomorrow we're going to be live at Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove for KFI's annual Pastathon to benefit Katarina's Club. Bring your pasta and sauce and cash. We'd love to be able to help out Bruno uh, as he feeds 3,300 kids five nights a week. All of the information at kfiam640.com. Use the keyword pastathon. Gary and Shannon will continue after this. Now is the time and wherever you are is the place. The Citadel makes it easier to earn your degree by offering master's degrees, graduate certificates, and undergraduate degree completion programs that are entirely online. Flexible scheduling makes these programs convenient for working professionals. Online classes are held to the same high standards that consistently name the Citadel, the number one master's granting public college in the South. The Citadel. Online. On your time. Visit citadel.edu slash online. 